0: You're listening to the Backwoods Life Podcast with Michael Lee. Here we go. What's going on, y'all? Michael Lee here. Welcome to February 2022 and another episode of Backwoods Life um <clears throat> it's been crazy times lately. We've been around the world twice and back again. I think on my last time I was talking to everybody, um we just got back from the ATA show and doing stuff around here. So uh it's been a few weeks I guess. I really can't remember at this point in time what I talked about yesterday. So here I am today trying to figure out what'd be some great topics to throw out there from the backwards. Well first thing as always we'll do an update uh, just got back in from texas on monday what's today thursday so a few days ago got back from texas that evening uh, i had a great hunt out there with bonnie and mike and georgia kate from legends of the fall i love going out there it's one of my favorite places to hunt down there with them in south texas we saw a ton of deer we saw i mean good gosh deer turkeys hogs javelina we saw them all Had a great trip, I think I shot four hogs. Shot a real nice 150 inch buck. Um, Beth went with me, she shot a real nice eight point. I don't know what he scored, probably in the 130s. Uh, Just a great time down there. I was fortunate enough to uh, wait until the last day to shoot just because it was having a tough time trying to find mature bucks to shoot though. Saw a bunch of deer, but they were a lot of youngsters. That place is just unbelievable saw just tons and tons of deer, tons and tons of bucks. And I mean, every year down there, it just gets better and better. They know what they're doing on management down there. They're growing some big deer. I think the Legend of the Fall Crew has already killed four four bucks over Boone and Crockett, which is 170, I think they killed a 70, a 80, a 90, and a 200 this year, which is unreal. Now if you enter some some quote unquote management bucks that are still really nice 140, 150 inch deer. So. Um, fun time we had a great trip got to hang out visit catch up like i said did a lot of hunting saw tons of animals just love texas if you ever get a chance to go to south texas do it save your pennies just like me and go down there and have a great time so very well worth it texas is one of my favorite places to hunt anything so that's the most recent update from that Uh, kevin did go to mississippi right before i went to texas uh, with his good buddies out there, and he shot uh, a couple does. Uh, I don't know, I really hadn't talked too much about the hunt. Um, I think he was missed the rut a little bit, but um, he had a great time. Put those six five grindles to work from Bay County Armory that we got and uh, fill some, some tags, put some meat in his freezer, you know, just do what we do, having a good time out there in backwoods. And uh, same thing in Texas, we had a great time. I was. My buck uh, was actually one that Mike had, had seen a bunch and knew him, was a mature deer, five or six year old buck. And um, he came in, I had my bow, my elite bow. I drew back and I was on him, but he would not stop. He was behind some grass, I just wasn't gonna take a marginal shot. Excuse me, just ate lunch. Um, so uh, I wasn't gonna take a marginal shot, and the buck, uh, he started bumping a doe then, got out of bow range, and it was since it was our last evening, I was like, well, I don't have any more time. It's supposed to rain the next morning if, if I was able to hunt for an hour or two. But uh, got the old rifle up with the hog scope and dropped him out there about, I don't know, 60, 70 yards maybe. But great shot. He, he piled up right there, took some hero picks, and had a great trip. So, again, we wrapped up deer season with that. Uh, Kevin and I both are wrapped up now. Gonna do some. Land management, keep our feeders filled for our, our deer, get them switched back over to some protein uh, slowly to, to help them start growing some big antlers. Actually, we already got deer dropping antlers here. They were dropping deer in Texas. We actually saw one buck literally standing beside the road on the property with his antlers laid on the ground beside him. We stopped and he bounced off and we picked him up, said, thank you, sir. That's the one way to kill one without killing one. So. Got those antlers and they're nice hundred and forty, hundred and fifty inch deer, which was crazy early this time of the year. Um I talked to my buddy Cody Kelly the other day and he said they're dropping in Mississippi. So I guess all this cold weather we've had is really, you know, making an effect on antlers dropping off. So uh just the way it goes sometimes. I remember we were hunting a few years ago at Brantley's farm in Alabama and we had, we had some really cold weather. I actually had a couple snows that winter. And uh, those deer were dropping their antlers by the end of January. Actually, it was a little earlier about mid-January. But um, that that made it kind of tough as we tried to hunt until the end of the month. But they were losing antlers so fast it didn't matter. We just kind of let that one ride. So anyway, we finished that up, finished that trip, got back home, catching up on chores and stuff like that, little round-the-home projects and um, getting ready for turkey season. We've got a lot of turkeys showing up on our Spy point cameras. They're grouped up still big time, so it's just normal this time of the year. About another month, though, they're gonna start busting up. We'll, we'll kinda identify where them gobblers are, where they're hanging out. They're hitting those Antler King food plots hard, and so are our deer right now. Good gosh, lots of deer in the food plots, which is exactly why we wanted them, you know, over there for this time of the year. Colder weather later in the year, or earlier in this year, later in the deer season. But that food carries over, it doesn't go bad. So they're gonna eat on it as long as it's there. <clears throat> and uh, hopefully we'll have some spring plots, summer plots coming in later in the, after turkey season's over, and we'll have some good stuff for our deer year round, but uh, turkey's looking good. But Georgia changed our limit for some reason, down to two birds. They took a week off the front of our season, so we start later in the first weekend in April now. I don't know, don't get me started on that one because I have no clue on why they did that. Uh, I hear numbers are down on our properties. I can't say they are. I do have properties that just don't have turkeys on them at all, but they've never had turkeys. So I really don't know. I don't really have enough of an educated guess on why they've done that in Georgia, but that's their deal. So shifting gears, um, anybody that listens to this, y'all keep our good buddy uh, Travis Turner, A.K.A. T-Bone, in your prayers. He's having a little rough time right now, uh, battling battling cancer. Uh, Got to go through some stuff, but um, we're praying for him and hope everything goes great. And he can be back out there slinging arrows and hunting with us, you know, ASAP. But it's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Genuinely loves this industry, loves archery. Um, man, we've known him for for years. Probably over ten years, we we've, we've known each other and just you know developed you know industry friendship, if you will. I mean, we're not super close, don't talk all the time, nothing like that. But I just know he's one of them guys that is a good dude. And you want to pull for him. Um, he always has the best interest for everybody else. He always is a cheerleader for everybody in hunting camp and at archery shoots and just uh, period. Uh, just a good guy. Um, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope hope we can put he can put all this past him and. Uh, I was texting with him yesterday, and I know uh, I know where his priorities are, and him and God, they've got this. So, y'all just throw up a prayer for him. Everything goes good, everything goes smooth, quick recovery, and he can get back out there doing the things that he loves to do, and that's that's what we all want for him. Just one of those guys. So, keep that keep that on your thoughts and prayers. We we, we love you, T Bone, and hopefully, uh, like I said, about a year from now we'll. Be talking about how that one came and went, and got some more white tails under the belt, buddy. So, what I wanted to jump on here and talk about for a minute, <clears throat> I, I, I've I have my feel, and I try to be a patient person, and you know, do the right thing, and have the right attitude, and not let stuff bother me, because there's there's so many haters in the world. It's just it's it's unbelievable how many people uh, want to. Tear people down, and I was I was talking to someone about this lately. And basically, if you don't have haters nowadays, then you're not doing something right. And with um, man, I, I can't like just talking about this buck I shot in Texas and, and posted him on there. and Some guy gets on there and goes, "He would have been a good one next year," or needed one more year, something like that. I'm like, really, man, seriously, that, that's how we're gonna go with this thing. I just told you earlier this is a five and a half and, or six and a half year old deer. I don't know how much of a mature buck you're supposed to try to shoot, like we are supposed to let him get to seven or eight or nine or 10, and then you shoot him, and then, oh, is, does he meet Mr. Keyboard Jockey? Does he meet your criteria now? Is he okay to shoot now? I, I really need your permission, right? I've got, and I've been blessed. I've been all over the place hunting and had a lot of great luck and shot some phenomenal bucks and all, all, kind, all kinds and sizes, and I've had a great time doing it over, gosh knows, 20 years of almost of video and stuff and you know, heck, 35 years or whatever of hunting in my life. And I've not once ever had to ask permission from somebody on social media if that's okay if I shoot a deer. Most of y'all out there, most everybody that I interact with, no, nobody's got a problem. But you got this one out of a hundred person that just wants to get that little jab in Wants to troll other people's posts and make these little comments, and I, I'm just over it. Like, if you're up on one of our social media pages and you got some wise crack to say, I'm just gonna block you. I, I don't, you know, I don't have the energy, the time, or the desire to even try to argue with anybody. I don't, want to argue anyway. But I try to say, well, hey, you know, this was a mature book, da, da da, whatever the case may be. And and of course, I get back from Texas and there's a couple of jack wagons, like, oh, anybody can shoot one in a high fence. Well, I'll show you where I shot the deer. There ain't a fence anywhere around there except uh, three strands of barbed wire to hold cows in. So I don't want to hear that crap either. And that's an automatic bye-bye, you're, you're being a jack wagon. I try to even rationalize, I'm like, nope, sorry, this wasn't a high fence deer, uh, I appreciate your input, but it wasn't, it was free range on 17,000 acres in Texas. Okay, whatever, man. Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, you're, you're gone. I'm there's way more things in more things in life that are going to be uh, harder to deal with than some jack wagon on the on the social media. But my point with all that is, <clears throat> I don't understand why people. The only things they they have a miserable life or they are jealous or or whatever it is. My thing is, we build each other up. It creates longevity for people uh, doing what we do—that uh, is, hunting and fishing, and just being outdoors and loving loving every part of it. Um, social media is a necessary evil in what I do and what we do with Backwards Life. We've got to make posts, and we're, you know, we're trying to reach more and more people and audience for the people we work with to to grow our our sport. To you know, if there's nobody, even if we're not getting more people actually going outside and going hunting maybe we're accomplishing people are watching it and realizing it's okay, it's fun, support what we do, whether they want to do it or not. And when then you get these jack wagons that come in there and they just every little chance they can get they want to, you know, get a little butter knife under your skin and just be annoying. That's that's the best way to put it. They're they're annoying and I'll see stuff on social media sometimes that I may not like, but I'm not going to comment about it. I'm not, and if you shoot out a spiked deer that's year and a half old, I'm not going to be on there, man. You should have waited. Like, who gives a crap? It's a deer. Obviously if you posted a picture of it, <clears throat> you're happy about it, you're proud of it, whatever the case may be. So everybody else can just get over it. And that's the PG version, <laughs> or the G version actually, of of what I think about that because I don't understand. I mean, people, as older I get, the more cynical I get, I guess, but the people are just, people are just mean. I I don't think anybody, when you're born and you're a little baby, I believe you're a product of your environment, and you're raised up in a warm, loving household with great parents, you're probably going to be a warm, loving person and be a great parent too. But somewhere along the way in life, something takes a right hand or left hand turn. And then people that sit back there and make comments like that, they hit a wall somewhere that just made them a bitter person. Or maybe they're just having a bad day, but either way it's a moment of impact in their life that made you make a comment about somebody you don't even know, nothing you know anything about just to look, look like you're Billy Badass or maybe you just want to prove to everybody that you really are ignorant. I don't know. I don't don't know what the goal is with people like that. And, uh, you know, along the lines of social media, I mean, it is a a—it's a great tool at times, and it's also a horrible thing, because I see people all the time that get addicted to it, um, and I mean that by, you know how it is if you're hanging out with people, but all they're doing is looking at their phone, they're scrolling through their phone, they're looking at, you know, TikTok and Instagram, and that's fine, I mean, it's entertainment is really what that is, and you can keep up with your friends and family and blah, 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 but, when you're sitting in a room full of people, or even if it's three or four people, even if it's two people, that's not healthy to sit there and look at your phone when you need to be interacting with that person that you're sitting there hanging out with, um, no, matter, no matter what you're doing. Uh, if it's one of the things you don't have nothing else to do, that's fine, whatever. But literally, it, I, I've been at hunting camps with people where all they do is sit there and look at their phone instead of, and I'm sitting here brainstorming about hunting or moving tree stands or what's the next food plot where you know what do we need to put out some more feed or we need to do scouting what what I'm I'm doing something that I enjoy to do and that's not look at my phone all the time I do that enough as it is because I have to and I do it as well when there's nobody else around or I'm not dial in dialogue with anybody or I'm uh, just sitting here watching TV and I'm looking at my phone too something like that just relaxing I just see this as, it's a growing problem. I don't know heck at all what the answer is, but I think it really, it's a people problem and, and it makes people more divided because you isolate them to only know in the world in the palm of their hand instead of the world in front of their eyes. And that's the problem, like that's thats where it really lies. Like you're missing so much that's going on in front of you to enjoy on what God made right here on this beautiful place we live. But instead you're looking at your hand. You're staring into your hand on some device or in your lap or whatever the case is instead of enjoying what's right in front of you. And that may be a person. That person that you in a relationship with or your your parents or your your sibling or whoever, family member, best friend, whatever, you're missing out on time with that person. Literally because you're looking at your palm of your hand at their phone scrolling through, looking at what other people are doing or chasing other people's dreams instead of living yours right there in front of you. Whether that's interaction with a person or, or work or, you know, you could be bettering yourself doing something else other than seeing what Sally posted on Instagram. Who cares? You can, there's a time and place to look at that. And I, I mean, I, I like the podcast route, to be honest with you, because you can listen. I can still enjoy other things with the earbuds in, uh, with that, sitting in a tree stand, mowing grass, I mean, driving, you know, with, with podcast playing on your radio, you can still do other things, be productive, enjoy your day listen, by listening instead of looking. Because I've always, always heard, you know, if you're not looking, you're not listening. Well, that's, that's not really that true. I can sit and look at this computer screen, check an email, but I'm listening the whole time to people talk, listening to music, whatever the case may be. But when you're looking, your attention is solely in that thing. So I challenge you this. Think about a time when you're driving maybe and looking at your phone when you shouldn't be. You're going down the road and you're, you're looking at a text message or email or whatever on your phone. And then when you get a mile down the road, try to remember anything from that last mile. Try to remember one, one visual thing that, that you saw that you can remember because you can't because your mind is focused on what's in your hand. And full circle with that, that hand is is what brings people to these platforms to be divided or be divisive. I don't know, I don't have answers to that, but I just know in the hunting community, as well as the rest of the world, you see a lot of ugliness come out because of that. Social media is a great tool. It's a great entertainment platform. It's a great way for us, myself included, to reach people like you all that are listening but it's also a very evil and dark place if it's not treated right. And that's a reflection of the people that are on there. So next time you're on there, you're looking at something that you may disagree with, unless somebody's asking for your opinion, nobody probably really wants to hear it. I don't go out and give my opinions unless somebody has asking a question and see what they think. I'm either gonna click that like button or whatever, heart emoji, <laughs> whatever the case may be, or I'm gonna keep scrolling. I'm not gonna hate anybody. I'm not gonna make a derogatory comment towards anybody unless you ask me what I think, and, and if I, I'm just telling you what I think. So I also throw that out there. Be prepared for the answer if you're gonna ask a question. Oh well. That's my thoughts for today. I hope everybody is honestly out there doing great. I hope you know everybody's avoiding this time of year sicknesses of the flu and colds and Uh, sinus infections and and this thing called COVID that's still running around and being a pain. But I hope everybody's being safe, staying warm. I know it's cold in a lot of places. It's it's not cold here today. It's in the 70s, but it's supposed to be colder this weekend, back in the 40s and 50s. So, you know, it's winter. That's, That's what happens. And before long, we'll be complaining about the heat, but that's just part of it. That's where we live. That's what we do. But... I hope everybody has a great weekend. We've got some friends coming in uh, this weekend and we're gonna hang out and do some work and uh, just, just enjoy uh, not traveling right now and not not being, uh, not that I don't wanna be hunting, but it is nice not to be hunting a little bit, just to enjoy fellowship and time with friends and being at your house, my house, that we enjoy hanging out at. So hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have a great rest of today. Y'all remember, Get out there, enjoy the outdoors that God's created. Enjoy life in general and don't live it through the palm of your hand. Live it through what's right in front of you right now, every minute of every day. Appreciate y'all. Y'all keep T Bone in your prayers as well. And uh he's gonna be all right. I think we we're all gonna pray hard and he's got a bunch of people pulling for him, I'm gonna pull him right on through. Be good back hunting before you know it. So y'all be good out there. Tell somebody you love them, hug a neck, shake a hand, smile, see ya. Thank y'all for listening to the Backwoods Life podcast of Michael Lee. This episode was brought to you by Antler King Products. Plan them, they will come.